This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 bro, to a very special edition of the Joker's Mustache, bro, as we enter the third and final season of Batman. And we also look at a, um, uh, what was that called? The uh, pilot. A pilot, bro, which um, I want to talk to RD about this because I want to know, um, I want to know more about this pilot. But before we do, I know RD uh, hates uh, when I talk about uh, wrestling and especially. I don't uh, hate it. You I make just, faces. I, I'm, all, you no, make faces. I'm, I'm always, here's what, here's the thing. You make you faces. always talk about how much you hate wrestling. You make faces. So then I always wonder if this man hates wrestling so much, why does he always want to talk about can it? I just, um, can does that I make just, sense? Can I just play a new clip for you? Is it, is it your friend, Dave? No, oh. it's a new, it's a new friend. Oh, okay. Uh, here we go. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven, a lot of great things, but nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in the, in a WrestleMania scrum or, or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're, you're in that moment and you got somebody, you know, you're super talented or whatever, and you can make a moment like that. And that's what this show is all about. Making moments. We I are going to make a no moment. I have no idea who that person is. Okay. We are going to make a moment. Today. Am I supposed to know who that person was? Uh, it is the world famous, the world renowned uh, Nick Houseman, the famous Nick. Oh, yeah. The very famous Nick Houseman. Like okay. And, and the reason why like I'm playing that is because we're going to make, yeah, we're going to make moments. Bro, explain moments. to me the um, pilot of Batgirl because <laughs> between the pilot and this first episode, it was like on a, it was like a one to a, 10 like if i would have saw this pilot i would have definitely said do not green light batgirl okay but then i the first episode is great it's all right well what so what do you know the history behind the pilot not really uh, i my guess is that it was just used so that they could you know <clears throat> work on okay what can batgirl do what's what's the timing what is what is you know so uh Yvonne Craig can kind of start figuring out, okay, this is how we're going to, we're going to shoot this. This is how we're going to do this. Uh, and, you know, try and figure out, okay, what is the, what is the, what's the character? And it's actually really interesting as you go through, <clears throat> because it is, I agree, the episode, uh, the, the actual episode, season three, episode one, Inner Batgirl, Exit Penguin is a lot better this looked, I mean, this was not, I mean, it's kind of interesting because it was, the, the pilot was like seven minutes or eight minutes. Mm -hmm. I really think it was more to just get some of the, you know, timing down and, and figure out what's the, you know, how is this going to work? We're introducing this foreign element. You never know what's going to happen when you introduce a foreign element. Do we Did have do that any, in Jurassic Park or something? Do do we have any idea how they used that pilot? How it was used? 
Don't know. I, I'll do some research for the next. How did you find it? Like, how did you come across it? I think someone sent it to me and just said, yeah, "Hey, did I you would know love to know." Pilot? I would just love to know what mm-hmm. was the mindset behind that because it was not good. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, the pilot starts, and there's about maybe I'm maybe I'm overestimating just a little bit. But it looked like there were 10,000 women trying to cram onto a single bus. Yes, that is true. Yes. The narrator was there for the pilot. Yeah. Gotham City, like any other large metropolis, abounds in girls of all shapes and sizes. Debutantes, nurses, stenographers, and librarians. Like this librarian in the Gotham City Library. As the closing hours near, finishing a service for a very distinguished customer, millionaire Bruce Wayne. So we're introduced to Barbara Gordon. And it's Yvonne Craig. She has super short uh, brown hair. It's not super short brown hair. She has short brown hair that's like in a... It's, bun. it's a 60s hairdo. Bun. It's a bun. It's a, it's bun, a 1968 bun woman's hairdo. Bun head. Yeah, bun head. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> she uh, also has a bright yellow dress on, which we'll get to. She gives uh, a book. Uh, she she gets this book that was – she said it was uh, completely out of print. And she gives it to Bruce, millionaire Bruce Wayne. And Bruce looks at her and goes, you're new here. And Babs – can I call her Babs? Because I'm yeah. going to. Just get used to it. I like so, Babs. So Babs tells us. You know, I may be new here, but you and I aren't strangers. I'm Commissioner Gordon's daughter. And Bruce says, hmm, Commissioner Gordon has been keeping you under wraps for far too long, which was a come on line if I ever heard one. Yes. Barbara says. I got to be honest with you. I can't believe you. I I did not take notes on this. I'll tell you you why. It, It was not worthy of notes. I'm professional. No, it was not worthy. Like this sure was, was no, no, this was not noteworthy. I try and to be a professional. Yeah, on no, this I appreciate show. you. I appreciate you very, very, very much. But I watch this and like as it's unfolding, I'm like, this ain't. Oh, there was a lot to take. No, I, I don't have ahead. like copious uh, notes, but I have some. copious. Sure, copious, copious, expanded. Can you spell that for me, please? So I can put that in my C-O-P-I-O-U-S. vocabulary. C-O-P-I-O-U-S. Copious. Okay, thank you. All right, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go away with I the thought copious. you wrote a book. Didn't you used to write? I did not use the did word you copious. Did misspell everything? Bro, I have never used the word copious in anything I've ever written in my entire life. After Bruce hits on Barbara, she says, and isn't that your youthful ward, Dick Grayson? Bruce says, yes. And he's sitting next to... My millionaire friend, Roger Montrose. Is that how I have, I have questions. Go ahead. He refers to Roger Montrose as his millionaire friend. Do all millionaires refer to each other this way? Like they have a doctorate or are millionaires, do millionaires only befriend millionaires? No, I want everyone to know, Hey, he's a millionaire. So he can be my friend. I would think it's a 100% pickup thing. If, if, oh, you're, okay. if you're introducing your friend to a hot chick, mm-hmm. 
and your friend is a millionaire, you want to let the hot chick know that your friend's a millionaire. Okay, so I'm a millionaire. My friend's a millionaire. Yes, yes. So he's, he, he's, train. he's almost, uh, he's almost uh, doing diligence here. Okay. So yeah. Bruce kind of wanders off, and this other woman, I can't, I didn't catch her name. She is actually, I think she's actually going to be a recurring character, though, so I should probably catch her name. It's another woman that works at the library with her, some old marm. Now, this woman looks like a librarian. God, God bless all the librarians out there. I'm sure there are a lot of lovely, very attractive librarians out there. I'm not trying to downplay anyone. But all I can marm. say is this one looks like an old school marm. Marm. M-A-R-M. Look it up. Come on. Wow. Is this Artie's <laughs> Educate <laughs> Russo? Is that show sure for Marmalade? Is that show sure for Marmalade? This other old woman, oh she says to Babs, boy, that millionaire Bruce Wayne, so handsome and so rich. And then Babs goes, and he's a bachelor. So there's they're, they're already planting seeds that I don't think ever go anywhere. Anyway, Bruce goes over, talks to his millionaire friend. We pan over to some other patrons in the library. Although it's interesting because... The, the narrator said they were customers of the library. I never considered whenever I went to the library that I was a customer. Yeah. I always thought I was more of a patron. Anyway, uh, we go to uh, these other patrons. They're wearing black beanies and they have antennas right up the sides of their head. I know that you always talked about this wacky idea that you wanted to have where Mike Tanay was an alien and he had it. Well, that was actually Glenn's. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to take credit for that. That was uh, the alien invasion was Glenn's idea. Okay. Well, anyway, this this is what. So Glenn must have seen this pilot at some point. And said that's because this is exactly what this looked like. Yes. Uh, they know they have their plan. They're going to kidnap the millionaire, then kill him. Which I don't understand. That is. If you're going to kidnap the millionaire, don't you want the don't you want the money? Why would I you would... kidnap him and then kill him? Anyway, these guys, whatever. Uh, and they know, but now Bruce Wayne's there too. But they note they cannot kill Bruce Wayne. Why? Because he's too good a friend of Batman's. So apparently, this is public knowledge now that Bruce and Batman are two peas in a pod. Right. So. Uh. Bruce and Dick go to leave, and Bruce notes those four men over there. They look like Killer Moth's men. So Killer Moth was a villain, is a villain, in the Batman comic book series. Uh, it was interesting to see that they were going to bring him in on this pilot. He he was on this pilot. He never appeared again. So it was yeah. interesting. They had this. They must have just said, hey, we need a villain. Just put some antennas on somebody. Call him Killer Moth. So... Um, Bruce says, Batman and Robin are going to be needed here on the double. So, Bat, uh, Bruce and Dick go to leave. They're you know, going to go get changed. Commissioner Gordon calls and tells Barbara, you stood me up for dinner. What, what kind of weirdo is? What they, they have a very strange relationship, I'm sensing already. She says she's sorry. She has to work late tonight, too. He says, oh, can we go to dinner tomorrow night? Barbara says to her father, and I quote, it's a date. And then she goes, 
blows him a kiss and calls him handsome. There's I, I kind of saw a relationship like that. I don't want to get into uh, details. I, I I I kind of was a witness uh to a relationship very similar to that that took place before me in Stanford, Connecticut. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think I know who the characters are. Very, uh, very similar and kabuki-ish. Yes. Go ahead. I'm going to continue on. I'm going to go wash myself with, yeah. with bleach. <laughs> bleach out my ears or something. Yeah. Try and get that out of So I never heard that. Go ahead. The library closes. Barbara is grabbed by one of the men. The others grab millionaire Roger Montrose. And Barbara is thrown into an office. Locked in. And she's just like, oh, okay. Fixes her hair. And the narrator joins us. Strange. She seems very cool about being locked in. And who's locking whom? And what is this? Her own secret panel leading to her own secret closet? So... Mothman have uh, have Montrose. They get ready to go and leave. And Moth, Killer Moth, I, I thought it was just his man. I didn't think the actual character of Killer Moth was going to be there, but he was. He was the he had a little he had a little cape that he wore that indicated he was the leader of this group. It was the single worst villain outfit. I've ever seen, and I do not mean just on this show. It's two rabbit ear antennas and a little cape. So Batman and Robin show up via the bat lock breaker ray. Batman tells Robin to brace himself while he notes, while Robin notes, not long ago, they were caterpillars. And so we get a super quick fight. Moth says from caterpillars, Come cocoons, boy wonder. And he zaps him with the moth spray gun, which causes an instant paralyzing cocoon. That was, I mean, they used a lot of paper mache for that. Nothing Mm -hmm. else. We go into the office. Barbara takes off her shirt to reveal the Batgirl costume. So right underneath, it'd be just like if I unbuttoned this and I had Batman. Clark Kent uh, Superman-ish. Yes. Yes. I did love very much. She took off her skirt. So she takes off her skirt. Yes. And she did, and then that just becomes her cape. Yes. That's I like awesome. that too. Yes. That's yep. awesome. Holy transformation. One minute plain Barbara Gordon, librarian and commissioner's daughter. The next something new has been added. Batgirl modeled after her idol Batman ready for this crucial moment. And off to make her first foray in her own beautiful, beguiling way through her secret exit. So, we go back to the library. Moth, I will say this about Killer Moth, this villain. He looks like the creepiest creep that ever creeped. And Batgirl's like looking in from the window. Batman calls uh, Moth an insidious insect. And he says, uh, the narrator joins us and says, our disguised and now Titian-haired beauty makes a smashing interest. She comes crashing in. Robin gives us a holy apparition. And Batgirl says, no, boy wonder, 
I'm Batgirl. You are no longer alone, Cape Crusaders. So we get another fight. Batgirl spins and twirls, throwing books and ramming bad guys with a giant globe. Robin says, and this is important, who is she? Where'd she come from? The reason that is important is later on, they will have a Batgirl song, and those are the lyrics in it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. Very yeah. interesting. So they were they were playing that up even in the pilot. So but Robin's like, where'd she come from? And Batman's like licking his chops. He goes, I have no idea, Robin. He looks like he's ready to, to hit the golden corral or something. <laughs> so she kicks a couple guys in the face. She never punches. And I don't think she ever, ever punches. Ever. So get used to me saying Batgirl kicks a lot. Uh, she then watches as the library like comes into complete shambles. She knocks over these bookcases and everything. This place is a utter disaster. So I will say this. She makes a really good Batgirl. She makes a terrible librarian. That or maybe she just wanted some overtime money. I'm not sure. Absolutely. She probably needs some overtime money to pay for all the gimmicks and gizmos she's making. So she takes out uh, something, comes over, and and is going to help the Cape Crusaders. Robin says, holy vanity case. This is no time to powder your nose. Batgirl corrects him, says, no, no, no. This is my electronic Batgirl compact with laser beam, which will, and I quote, destroy anything. So I, I'm curious to see if this utter destruction ray ever comes back. Uh, they then continue the fight as she spins off. She, she gets on the desk and she spins around on the desk. I just wrote like a stripper. But would you not agree the way she was spinning on the on the desk? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess you can make that comparison. She says that Batman is a del, del, delightful, dynamic inspiration. And he says, we couldn't have accomplished this without you. He wants to know who she really is. And she's like, dude, come on. I'm not going to tell you my secret identity. Just as my, just as yours has to be kept secret, so is mine. Mine must be kept as secret as yours. So they spin around. They fight some more. Batgirl's gone. Batman stares it directly at the screen and says he suspects they will see her again. A new member of our team? Or a crime-fighting rival. Narrator says, or just plain Barbara Garden masquerading for a lark as she rides into the night on her special Batgirl cycle. Who knows, is the dynamic duo destined to become the triumphant trio? Only time will tell us more about this dazzling dare doll Batgirl. And whenever they say Batgirl, it's sung to the Batman theme. So yeah. Also, I sincerely hope they don't call this her little motorcycle thing, the special Batgirl cycle. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Why is that? It sounds like it's her time of the month or something. Oh, oh really, man? Re you didn't think that? You're the one that started laughing. 
All right, let's get into the episode now because we got now 40 minutes to cover the episode. Enter Batgirl Exit Penguin episode one of season three. Original air date Thursday, September 14th, 1967. So I believe now it's only a once a week show. Yeah. It's on Thursdays. Yeah. Also on this day, uh, Ironside, starring Raymond Burr as a wheelchair-bound police detective, also premiered tonight. So Batman Batgirl now have to fight Ironside. Whoever that is. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting him confused with. I'm getting, I'm getting him confused with his other role as Perry. Perry Mason. Mason. Yeah, Ironsides was a cop, right? Yes. yes. Go ahead. Yeah. We go to the main show. Narrator tells us every day in Gotham City brings new surprises, but this day is going to top them all. Although it begins none too differently. Just wait. Just wait. So we don't go. We. Everything's totally different now. Usually there's some crime perpetrated or whatever. This episode, we're just in the Batcave. Batman and Robin are there. They're so happy. They've quote unquote clipped Catwoman's claws once more. And Batman notes, well, tonight we're going to the opera with uh, Commissioner Gordon and Police Chief O'Hara. I that I just wrote that sounds horrible. Yeah, I'm not an opera guy and going there with those those two numbskulls. Anyway, I'm with you. Robin agrees. He says, you know what? I I should probably just stay home and do my homework. And Batman's like, no, no, no. I think you should acquire a taste for opera, Robin, as one does for poetry and olives. That was awesome. Two other things I don't care for. Yeah. Besides, Commissioner Gordon is bringing his daughter, Barbara, as my date. Weird. So tonight is Dick Grayson's night for musical appreciation and the social amenities. How much, point, o- how, how much older does Bruce Wayne have to be than Barbara Gordon? Well, he, he hadn't seen her since she was a child. So let's say that Bruce met her when she was. I, okay, let's let's go this route. Yeah, well, they actually. How said, old is so Barbara's out of college? Well, actually, they said he had not seen her before she went into college. So right. that's eighteen. The last time he saw her was when she was eighteen. Right, but she's out of college now. Right, so it's four years. Yeah, but he may have may have been before then. All right. We'll we'll figure that out as we go. They go up the bat poles the way that Batman's talking about Barbara Gordon. I think the bat poles went up in more ways than one. We go to the library. The narrator tells us while at the Gotham City Library, where one of the newer librarians is leaving for her night of culture and social graces. So, Commissioner Gordon calls. To Badger Barden, to Badger Barbara, make sure she's going to be there. She says, yep, I'll be there. And I'm interested in seeing millionaire Bruce Wayne. Commissioner Gordon says, and I quote, well, he's going to get quite a surprise tonight. He hasn't seen you since you went away to college four years ago. So there you go. So it was four years. You were correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And you're twice as pretty now as you were then. So I just wrote this. This was a legitimate question. Is Gordon pimping out his daughter so he can be in the rich kids club? I don't think it's so much that I think he wouldn't mind the idea of his daughter marrying a millionaire. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, and I, <clears throat> okay. Bro, I want to say this too, bro. Um, you, you know, you know, the TV I'm watching this on and you know, yes, I've God, bro. Too. He was, uh, uh, commissioner Gordon was so his face was so greasy in this. Like slime, like slimy, greasy, sweaty. Maybe yeah, it, to, like like literally, it was almost like they didn't put makeup on him. But go maybe ahead. Maybe he went to Arthur Treacher's before the show. Who knows, bro? But go ahead. Do you do you know what Arthur Treacher's? Fish and is? chips. Oh, good. I'm so that oh, brings me such me, joy. They that used to wrap them in. Uh, they used to wrap them in a newspaper when they gave them to you. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So we go to Barbara's apartment. Uh, so it's, uh, excuse me, Barbara's apartment complex. Uh, she enters the mid, her midtown apartment house, unaware of imminent danger. So she gets in an elevator and she's going up and the penguin pops his head from the roof. Says, welcome to the cage, my wild dove. What a tasty little squab she is to trust penguin to have a surefire recipe for pigeon pie. Okay. I will just say this. Then we go to the to the intro. And the intro has uh, Batgirl uh, showing up. Graphics of Batgirl showing up. Kicking villains by while swinging. Uh, while swinging it and driving away on her bat cycle. They've plopped that into the intro at the beginning. The pacing on this show is breakneck. It is way faster. Did you not notice this? Yeah, this show is way faster, way cleaner, way more colorful. Bro, believe it or not, guys, like I I know that's hard to believe. This this has always been a very colorful show. It is like literally now colorful times too. The music has been changed. Mm-hmm. The music is faster and more upbeat. You can you can see that the fights have, the way they do the fights have changed. Everything has changed. Yes, the, I agree. It's just I, I said I feel like I've written twice as many words as ever before the break. Yes, part of that is due to the fact they are introducing Barbara. So because yes. the pilot, no one would have ever seen that. Right, that was that was unaired. So so this is the first chance that people get to meet Barbara Gordon. So we go to Barbara's apartment. O'Hara and Gordon showed up or show up and they're decked to the nines. But Babs isn't at her apartment. Gordon says, <laughs> that's our little secret. So he pulls away a, uh, a painting by the wall and there's a key so he can get in. They go in, but it's obvious she's not been home yet. Gordon wants to know where on earth could my daughter be? The narrator tells us you'd be very surprised to find out, Commissioner, for your daughter is only 20 feet away from you in the very next apartment. So in the very next apartment, Barbara is tied up. Penguin is thrilled they have her in one. The, he says, this is the one place they'll never look for you. Right. They're not going to look for you right next door. So the goons see uh, Gordon and O'Hara go in to the apartment. And they note, and 
Bruce Wayne is here too with that witless ward of his. So go to Barbara's apartment. <laughs> Again, I'm just trying to keep pace with this show because it is. It is moving. It definitely is moving. Yes. The phone rings. Gordon thinks it's Barbara, but it's not. It's the penguin. And he says, oh, you wouldn't happen to be missing anything, would you, Commissioner Gordon? And Gordon loses his mind. And this time, it makes sense. It's his daughter. She has been held. Yeah. Kidnapped by a, a vi- uh, excuse me, by a feathered fiend, as he calls him. And it, it, Gordon literally loses his train he's of thought. Dis- he yeah, and, and he's very uh, distraught. Yeah. Yeah. And Bruce is like, let, let me have the phone. So Bruce gets on there and he says, uh, whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want, I'll offer you any amount of money to just let her go. Penguin calls Bruce the millionaire joy boy, which was fantastic. Yeah. Penguin says, you shouldn't worry. I'm going to make her the happiest girl in all of Gotham City. And he says, look at the society pages in the Gotham City Times. Now, did you ever used to go through the society pages? The society pages, I've always heard this terminology. That is a foreign concept to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. There was, there was no such thing. Upon hearing this. Gordon in, does, in, New, in New York, they have what's called the New York Post had a page six but that, it, that was more like People Magazine. It wasn't a society page. The UK Sun used to have a page six as well. It's yeah. time to understand it was very different. Yeah, naked girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gordon hears that his daughter has been kidnapped. He does the most dramatic keel over a chair I have ever seen. I thought the man may have legitimately died. Very distraught, yes. So Bruce reads the paper says the penguin well-known entrepreneur and man about town announced today his forthcoming marriage to ms barbara gordon daughter of police commissioner and gordon says there is no way that my daughter would consent to marrying the penguin and bruce is like duh that's why he kidnapped her so he says he hopes to gain immunity from prosecution by becoming a member of the family as it were and gordon's like only one man that can help me. And they all kind of stand around. And O'Hara goes. Is, is it Batman? <laughs> like he was like almost perplexed. It was like Gordon's like, yeah, of course it's Batman, you idiot. So Bruce and Dick leave, says we're no longer in the mood to go to the opera. We we gotta go. Next door, meanwhile, Penguin says, My sweet guinea hen. Soon you and I will be joined in the holy bonds of matrimony. And Babs is having none of this. She says, Penguin, all that waddling around you do must have scrambled your brains. Bro, I got to tell you again, I got to go to my uh, ultra supersonic 3D TV, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Bro, when he was up in her ear, his nose looked so fake. Bro, yeah. it, it didn't even match the color of his skin. Like, they didn't even get the tones right. Oh, my God. Like, it was. No one's going to notice. Oh, bro, it was horrible. I'm like, what are you guys are killing the gimmick for me, man? 
is this where I do my people weren't when they filmed this in 1967, they weren't looking for 4K resolution. Yeah, go ahead. (sighs) He says, look, if you're not going to do what I asked, then I'm going to put plan B into effect. He then pulls out a gun. Blam, blam, blam. And he shoots a stand up of Commissioner Gordon. Where can I buy one of those? Oh, God, bro, don't tease me. I would love to have that right behind me on so this. So I could set. do the same thing. Oh, that would be awesome. It says, either you become my bride or you become an orphan. And she says, okay, it's if that's going to keep daddy safe, I will, I will marry you. And he says, that's what I like to hear. Obedience. That is the first wifely virtue. Bro, how would that fly today? I popped so huge on that, man. I, I'm going to try that tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll, I'll be out I, on the front porch. I popped so huge for that, man. Says uh, He tells a couple of his finks to go get a minister quick. And they're like, well, what kind of minister would you like, Pengy? Like, like he's going to go, okay, wait. You know what? Uh, yes, a Methodist minister that would, you know, yeah, right. Do I want to go that way? He goes, like, any minister, I don't care, just go. I want to get this thing over before the dynamic dunderheads put the snatch on me. I'm not even going to make a joke about that. He tells her, go put on a wedding gown. I, I didn't even say anything. He says, go put on the wedding gown, and I want you to wear it with radiance like any blushing bride barbara says i'm not blushing i'm furious and boy oh boy there is the the other thing is you'd mentioned music earlier during this whole segment you know generally it's okay so there's some conversation going on whatever who cares they had this music blaring in the background it was totally different yeah we go to the bat cave gordon and batman are talking on the phone Batman says they're using their bat computer to find the penguin. Wait a minute, hold on for a second. <laughs> Wait. Bro, is 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 the bat cave right next to <laughs> I, 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 exact dude? Oh there my is, bro. There is not a spare you okay. Yeah. I will say this, and I don't yeah. like talk wrestling either. Okay. Yeah. One of the criticisms people had of you yes. when you were a writer. Crash TV. Crash TV. Yes. Not a second to breathe. Yeah. This is 100% crash TV. Yes. You you don't have a chance. No, they leave the office and they're there. They're, no, they're, they're, they they boom, get to the bad boom, phone in time. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's, there is not a wasted nanosecond on this show. No. Batman says, we're, you know, we're going to use the bat computer. We're going to find her. And then he comforts Gordon. He said, we'll get her back commissioner. And so, Robin wants Alfred. If we could really use Alfred to help, we're told he's meeting with his minister to discuss a church supper. So we go to a church that looks exactly like King Tut's lair. Remember the King Tut's lair? This looks. Yeah. I think they converted that into. Yeah. The first Baptist uh, of uh, Gotham. I should also know we're talking about how fast everything is. There is there there's no transitions between no. these. Everything no, is hard no, cut. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is, I think I think which is smart. Yeah. It's also kind of jarring. I mean, yeah. if you're used to watching the show. Anyway, yeah. the Reverend is talking to Alfred. Says, we need more money for our summer camp. Alfred says, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can. The only thanks I need is the knowledge some underprivileged youngsters will have a chance to enjoy a few weeks in the country this summer. I have a question. The last episode we reviewed, last full episode we reviewed, Bruce paid for the Bruce Wayne ice rink. Yes. Can this guy not afford to send some underprivileged youth out to the country in the summer? Yeah, yeah. True. Penguins goons show up. They want to know who the minister is. Alfred says it's me. So that he's trying to save the reverend, knowing that he you know has a direct communication. He flips his belt and hits a button. Let Batman know, hey, I'm in trouble. And he pops his buckle right in front of the actual minister's face, which I thought was kind of lewd. Uh, the goons say, and I quote, move it, preach. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Again, we go back to the bat cave. They get the signal on the bat radar scope that Alfred, uh, you know what, Alfred's in trouble. We got to figure this out. So they start looking through and they look and they're like, uh-oh. This could actually be one of the penguins' hideouts. You know what we've we've figured out. So they hop in the Batmobile. They take off. We go to the apartment next door, next door to Barbara's, where she's being held captive. And the goons bring in Alfred and tell him to get this wedding going. And he said, "If I don't hear a nice I do." You'll be visiting heaven instead of talking about it. That's what they said to the poor creature. Yes. I, again, stop. Have Penguin and Alfred never had a run-in before? I swear they have. Oh, they definitely have. Yeah. They definitely so, have. He goes in with Barbara, who is going out the window. He sees her, and he says, Barbara's like, dude, I must trust in your discretion as a man of the cloth. You must not reveal my secret. So now, it's a very interesting situation we have here alfred knows who barbara is he's gonna know that she's batgirl all that stuff uh so now he has to kind of keep her secret while also keeping bruce and dick's secret so so yeah i think that's very interesting you know with alfred that's i think that'll lead to some fun stuff yeah we go to barbara's apartment and barbara has you know she walked out of the apartment next door she's climbing over a ledge outside she looks down there's traffic i don't know how many stories up she is that will get important how far up do you think she was like 20 stories 30 stories could be yeah could okay. be okay so she goes into her own apartment she sneaks in and the narrator says what in the world is this revolving walls hidden rooms disguises what is barbara gordon's secret so barbara stops to Speak to her her bird, Charlie. Charlie will be a a recurring character. I know, yes. I know. She he's on there quite a bit. She spins the revolving wall and she gets her Batgirl outfit. In the apartment, back over to the apartment next door. We're we are told you're about to witness the coup of the century. The world's leading arch criminal becomes the son-in-law of the police commissioner. I don't know whether to call him daddy or just commish. And 
Batman and Robin bust in and says, if I were you, Penguin, I'd be calling for help right now. We get through with you. You'll be hollering uncle instead of daddy. Penguin wants none of this. He's like, oh, you bungling Budinskis, always sticking your nose in my business. This time I'm going to teach you a lesson. And so as soon as he says this, crash, in comes Batgirl. And she says, as long as you're holding classes, Penguin, you should perhaps include Batgirl too. To which they all go. Bruce or Batman goes, Batgirl, 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 Batgirl. Penguin just goes, I'm surrounded by bats. <laughs> we then get the fastest pace fight in the history of the show. Like, I don't even know what to say. Batman and Robin are doing the normal stuff. This room now, and we're starting to already see the budget cuts, right? This room is nowhere near the giant rooms they used to have for these fights it's so small they can't do much at this point batgirl kicks she kicks penguin and then literally smothers him and hits him over the head with a board like a two by four like she's jim duggan right batman says i don't know who you are young lady but you certainly know how to handle yourself well Holy agility, I'll say. She says, thank you, Dynamic Duo. I'm sure you could have handled these crooks without my help, but I was glad for the chance to join in on the fun. And Batman's like, sister, this isn't fun. This is serious. He doesn't want to hear this is made light of. I'm sure you've never heard anything like that. She says, oh, Batman, crime fighting is a serious matter to me, too. But we may as well get a few laughs out of it. Huh? And he's like, no. Criminals like Penguin are dangerous and deadly. So Batman and Robin go to check on Barbara. They're going to go check on her. But they find Alfred instead. So they said, can we can we borrow a... Uh, we'll, we, we need to borrow a hairpin from Batgirl. But she's gone. So she's she's already gone. That's going to be her thing is she's going to be, you know, pulling disappearing acts. Right. So Penguin wakes up because they they fiddle farted around too long. And, of course, he does what always happens. He gasses them. So Penguin and his men get back up. He tells the men to bag Batman and Robin and... They think they already have Batgirl in the thing, but it's it's Alfred, of course. Right. Um, and throw them in the truck. They then throw these men out the window from, a, when, what do we say, 20 stories, 30 stories? Yeah, good stories, aim. Great whatever aim. Whatever it was, yes. great aim. I'm pretty sure, even though that truck had like an old mattress with springs popping out on it, I'm pretty sure that a fall from that height probably would have killed every last one of them. Yeah. Batgirl goes in, or excuse me, Barbara, though, she goes in, she sees this happening. She goes into an, another secret room. Also, bro, hold on. We we yep. missed one very important note um, that I have here. Bro, I believe this was the one and only time we saw Penguin without his top hat. Uh, yeah, that you know what? I think you're right. 
Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah. we see Pengi has a full head of hair. Yeah. It looks luscious. Yes. Yes. I was jealous. Yes. Probably why I didn't make note of it. Anyway, Barbara goes to another secret room. The narrator says, now what? Another surprise? A Batgirl cycle in her secret elevator? So she has a secret freight elevator that contains the Batgirl cycle. So <clears throat> Batgirl chases them in the streets. They're driving around on the in their truck. And Penguin is riding in the truck singing, Here comes the bride, all bagged and tied. We go to what I called the Penguin Tea Party. Because they have Batman and Robin basically ready to be uh, dipped. Says, well, dynamic dupes, how does it feel to be a couple of human tea bags? There's, I, Do they ever say what they're going to dip them in? I, I don't know. They don't say, right? Whenever he said they were human tea bags, I just kind of yeah. wanted to continue the episode. Yeah. Stop. Not stop. They say, steaming us to death will do you no good, Penguin. So Penguin goes to get the bride out of the bag, then remembers it's the preacher instead. So <clears throat> Batgirl shows up again. We get another fight. She slides down a rail and kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks. And Alfred, meanwhile, is doing the fisticuffs and he's punching Penguin right square in the face. Yeah, yeah. Alfred's really giving it to them, says Robin. Bruce is like, so is bad girl. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> so Batman and Robin get out. They join the fight. They ram Penguin into his men. And Batgirl corners Alfred during the fight. And she's like, look, dude, you tricked me. You tricked me into revealing my secret identity by posing as a minister because it's been revealed now he is actually, you know, Bruce Wayne's butler. And he's like, sister, I had no intention of tricking you. <clears throat> I only took the reverend's place. I wanted to protect him. And she says, well, I apologize. That was a very brave thing for you to do, Alfred. But the fact remains, you do know my secret, my dual identity. You must swear to never reveal it to anyone. And he says, Batgirl, look, I, and she says, no, you must swear you will never reveal my identity to anyone. I'll be of no further use as a crime fighter. You wouldn't take a woman, she says, you wouldn't take advantage of a woman's trust, would you? Now you must swear as a gentleman's gentleman. And he's like, fine, you have my word as a gentleman's gentleman. No one will ever learn your secret from me. And she gives Alfred a kiss. And I, again, I think that will, that will be something that's a lot of fun. Batman and Robin win the fight, of course. But Batgirl's already gone. Barbara has shown back up in the wedding dress to be rescued by Batman and Robin. So this is a very, very well done. They had seen Batgirl, but they saw Barbara was in this wedding dress in a bag. Yeah. So yeah. it can't be her. And <laughs> she says, <laughs> she says to him, I'm so sorry to be so helpless. And Alfred just goes, 
Oh yeah, the Alfred, the Alfred eye roll was oh. awesome there. Yes, yes. Who is this Batgirl? That's what we'd all like to know. Whoever she is behind that mask of hers, she helped us out of a dire dilemma. Think of how horrible it would have been. Mar- <laughs> it says, "Oh yes, think of how horrible it would have been to be married to the Penguin." Penguin's there. It's like I'm right here. It wouldn't be horrible to be married to me. You can't imagine such bliss. So, poor Penguin. He's getting his. We go to the BMV. Okay, so now that's the end of the show. You think, okay, this is where we go to Gordon's office and, you know, whatever. Yeah, and not only that, uh, no part two. No. We go to the BMV. We learn that Dick did good on his driving test. He says, well, it's going to be a little easier on Batman now that Robin can drive. And then Bruce... Gets him a new car because he got his he he passed his driving test. It was also his birthday, so just so I'm following along, Bruce buys Dick a brand new car for his birthday. Convertible, yeah, very nice car. Yeah. What about those poor kids at the church? <laughs> Couldn't he have gotten them a, a, like a not a convertible and then? A, let those kids yeah no he's got he's got to dick grayson's got to be driving that convertible man okay no doubt we go to gordon's office gordon is thrilled he has some good news he gets to share with chief o'hara do you know what that good news is that he bruce wayne is giving money for the police pension fund what is wrong with the children at the church (laughs) he's buying cars he's giving it to to the police pension fund how much is it going to cost to send those kids out to the country for they got to earn it man they got to earn their keep they got to earn their keep so gordon is going to go call bruce to thank him but he picks up the phone and who is there it's the riddler and he wants to know when is a jet stream like a daffodil it is frank gorshin Frank Gorshin is back as the Riddler. Thank goodness. Yes. Very happy to see him back. It is filmed. You may be sitting there going, man, I wonder where the Riddler is. I wonder what the Riddler's up to. And the answer is Riddler is standing in front of a black piece of felt. Yes. Green, green screen. 1000%. But it was, but it wasn't even a green. It was literally like, if I just put a black curtain behind me and said, roll it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Gordon goes to call Batman. The narrator tells us the Riddler back to puzzle and perplex the dynamic duo. Be sure to watch the next episode. Dick drives off and says highway safety is everyone's, every citizen's prime responsibility. Huh. I'm like out of breath. Yeah. One, one, one parter, man. No two parter. One parter. The, the two parters are the two part. There are no, I think there is one three-parter in this yeah season two i liked uh, i liked it man it moved it moved it moved it moved i liked it i enjoyed it it was it moved so fast yeah yeah so fast i think it's gonna take a little bit to get used to the breakneck pace that this show is now taking yeah but i gotta tell you man for a for a season premiere it it would have gotten me hooked yeah it was it was good i thought i thought uh Barbara did good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very, they have set some things up, yeah. you know, they, you see, this is her apartment. This is her mini bat cave. Cause she kind of has this little 
thing that she can spin a wall and you know she has a, her her branded vehicle she has all these different things you know she has the bird she has uh you know her her crony at the library uh, alfred knows who batgirl is alfred yeah. can't tell anyone you know it's it, i thought it yeah i thought it was good yeah and, all and, right and, but before we go much further yeah. though and we, yeah. we 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 don't need to rate Yvonne Craig on the first episode. I will just say this. I will just say this. There is an old argument of who was more attractive. No, no. Batgirl or Julie Newmar Catwoman. If I'm gonna I'm gonna be as polite as I possibly can. If you're one of the people that's yeah. going to say that Batgirl was more attractive than Julie Newmar Catwoman, just Come over. I, w- I want to punch you in the face just like Alfred was punching Penguin. Because there's something wrong with you. You yeah, need new no, glasses or something. Yeah, no, no, bro. It's, 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 a, it's a no contest, man. Yeah. No contest. All right. Uh, Russo's Witless Ward. What is going on at the arcade? What is going on at WrestleCrap? Give it to me, man. Oh, man. Uh, so uh, at, uh, the, at uh, Rupert's Kids Arcade, we have gotten in some new stuff. We just got in a new Foo Fighters pinball machine, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I was not, a, I'm not a fan of the band, so to speak. Uh, that, that's, that's, they're too new for this old man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, the pinball machine's great. <clears throat> we got some other stuff that's coming in too. And of course, King of the Arcade is hovering out. I think it's about six weeks away. So, yeah. Be here be before you know it. Yep. And you got a new roof. And I, uh, well, at the Reynolds Ranch, yes. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. All as right, far as, you didn't even let me plug Russell crap. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I did something very special this week. Go ahead. What'd you do? We have Squash of the Week. Yes. Which is always where someone is a it's a, a match, a one-sided match, an enhancement, a jobber match, what have you. <clears throat> I decided to post the greatest squash in the history of pro wrestling. And that's wow. when my good friend. Wow. My dear, beloved friend. I miss him so much. Earthquake John Tenta decided to kill Damien and squash him flat as a pancake. Damien? Damien the snake. Oh, because I was going to say, how could anything top Bundy? No. Squashing the little people at WrestleMania 2. No. Earthquake, it was WrestleMania 3. But Earthquake squashing sitting on damien the snake oh wow was I, just tremendous i, got, and I, I, I always a, i always yeah. think of, of what you know the story do you know you know the story behind it right no you, okay so obviously he didn't actually sit on a live snake right you know what was in it in the bag right Mm-mm. do you really not know i don't know i don't know this okay. no this is honest to god truth quake told me himself they took pantyhose and filled it with hamburger. And then that was in that was in the, you know, kind of a shape of a snake. So that whenever he put it out there and he jumped and squished it, it would look like that. Oh my. I got I gotta go. I gotta go back and watch that now, knowing that I did not know that. Yeah. So I, I kind of reviewed it as um I, I I the way I wrote it was that, you know. Earthquake was really in the right there. Jake was completely in the wrong. 
At one point, Jake takes the snake and literally throws it at Earthquake. That's not the actions of a of a of a, of a proper man, of a yeah. of a good person, of a loving pet owner. No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. <clears throat> so yes, uh, yeah, I wrote it in kind of the uh, defending Earthquake, uh, my good friend, and also theorized that the referee in the match uh, was kind of under. I think he was he was a friend of Jake. Jake was probably paying him under the table, probably in illegal narcotics. I wrote. Oh my so, god! Yeah. Oh my god. Do you have book. that clip? Do you have that clip handy? Can you send it to me? Just go to wrestlecrap.com. Oh, okay. okay. I have clips of it. Uh, duh, duh. Yeah, Wrestle come Club. on, man. Yeah, duh. Wrestlecrap.com. All right, bro. Next week, I'm looking forward to next week, man. Let's see how. Uh, let's see how surprised the Riddler is with this uh, new Batgirl in town. That should be interesting. If this is the episode that I think it is, it is Ring Around the. I know the the title is Ring Around the Riddler. Right. I believe it is Riddler boxing. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, if it's if and it is, that's let awesome. Let me tell you. Yes. The budget. If you were thinking, oh, you know, it's it's not that different of a show. I honestly, I have seen that one. I have seen that several times. It's actually got clips on the yeah. pinball machine. Yeah. <clears throat> they must have had a budget of about twelve dollars. Oh god. And spent ten of it on some brown bag and bottles of hooch bro i got i pop so hard this week man because i'm always you got targets by you right of course right i always go to the uh you know bro every section in target for those of you that that don't know i may be uh, helping you out here every section in target has a clearance section so there is a clearance section in the electronics and in that section, you can find albums, you can find CDs, you can find the collectible figures sure. that are over by the albums. Yes. And, bro, you know the Batman uh, you know, figures, bro, they sell those for $17.99, which is way, way, way overpriced. Correct. However, I went to the clearance section, bro, this week. I was mm-hmm. so excited the Batman figure, bro, with the pink cow. Oh, the pink cow. Yes. Five ninety nine, bro. Oh, you should have bought six of them. Five ninety nine. I was so excited, man. How many had, did they have? They had about they, man, maybe two or three. So you got one. I got one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go back and look. I'll go back. See, bro. I swear to God, I would have bought you three of them. I swear to God, I was thinking of you, but I don't know what you have and what you don't have, Batman. Can you ever have enough Batman and a pink cow? Yeah, you can't. But, bro, you know, seventeen ninety nine is too much for those. Yes, you get no argument out of me. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will be back next week. What is it? Ring around the Riddler? Ring around the Riddler. That's what, and that's a very creative name. Next week, same bad time, same bad channel.